When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready? Hey, think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. A very good day, everyone, and welcome to On the Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com. Tony Shebeki with you, Welshy Lyle. Good day to you guys. Very good day, Tony. And a very good day to you too, Tony. <laughs> and a very good day to you. What uh, song was that that we just heard? Well, it was DX because... Are you sure? I hope so because um, I haven't heard it, but I'm putting my faith in you playing the right song for the first time in three weeks because last week you said Goldberg won and played Goldberg. Oh. I take one week out of the studio. I played I played the fifth on that. And it's not his first week out of studio it's either, Tony. It's your fault too. No, he looked at me and said Goldberg won. I just agreed with him. Pushed on with the show. As if I read our Facebook, as if I knew. <laughs> you had one job, Lyle. Adam Stephen, yeah. Underworld Wrestling. Great interview and a great show, I believe, on Friday night. We'll talk more about that later. But uh, it was a good insight into what Underworld Wrestling is all about. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Wealth of knowledge. Which resulted in us spending the whole weekend with Adam, which um, also resulted in a wealth of knowledge and a wealth of... Hugs. Alcohol. Mm. Oh, nice. Uh, you might like to introduce our first guest, or our only guest. <laughs> <laughs> We're joined in the studio by the by a star of the Underworld show, who went 32 yeah. minutes on wow. Friday night, followed by a tag team match as part of the Brat Pack, where he's the tag team champion at MCW, and the Wrestle Rock champion, Mitch Waterman. What's going on, guys? How are we? Yeah, we're good, Mitch. We're good. Hey, uh, good. thank you for coming in. And first of all, thank you for bringing in these two belts. We'll talk about them throughout oh, the interview. Welcome. But uh, two belts, the Tag Team Championship yep. for MCW and the Heavyweight Championship for WrestleRock. You must be pretty proud of them. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I mean, it's a lot of faith, like, giving me them kind of opportunities, so it's pretty cool. And yeah. they, uh, they heavy to lug around, mate. Pretty happy. I was around. Yeah, you probably felt that. Uh, yeah, they yeah. were actually. Where's the most unusual place you've ever worn one? Um, nowhere really unusual. Um, you go to a mate's party wearing a belt or something? Nah, mate, I'm not. Doesn't hold up your jeans or anything like that. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah. You want him to work blue, don't you, Tony? No, no, no. That's what you want him to do. <laughs> not at all. I'm just wondering whether you wear these outside the house. Nah, not really. No, nah, they just they sit on the cabinet and. Fantastic. Yeah. So you're a two-time MCW Tag Team Champion with yes. Nick Berry. Nick Berry, Slick Nick. What's Nick like to work with? Uh, Nick's a goober. He's, um, he's a good bloke. Uh, I think that's why we get along so well. So yeah, It's been awesome. Um, it's actually probably one of the best things that ever happened to my career because when we started tagging together, neither of us really had any opportunities at big places yet like MCW. And to get that big opportunity... It was good because Nick filled in my gaps and I seemed to fill in his gaps, so it worked quite well. And I didn't really know Nick when we started tagging, so yeah, it worked out well. And you know, uh, no stranger to the tag team 
uh, scene. No. You had a long run with Damo. Dirty Dam- Damo. Yeah, yeah Damien Rivers. Uh, yeah. I still remember the first time I seen you. I think it was at a Platinum event where you used to tore the house down. So what was it? What was the transition like from teaming with Damo to Nick? Um, the transition was surprisingly easy. Um, even though me and Damo aren't very similar, we always had pretty good chemistry. That was another very similar situation to where we're both starting in the business. He filled in my gaps. I filled in his. I was quiet, shy. He he could talk. I could do more athletic stuff, but he was, he was the, the attitude of the group. And similar with Nick, like going into MCW, he had the personality. He could talk. He was very over the top, you know. Uh, and I, I was putting him work in the ring. Not that Nick can't. Nick's amazing, but yeah. Well, Nick outside the ring is very similar to Nick inside the ring. Very similar. <laughs> and, but I feel like um, you're quite comfortable in that role now. And yeah. I see when you come out as part of the Brat Pack, you and Avery and Nick have got an act that really works on the crowd. Yeah. Um, man, Brat Pack has been the most fun I've ever had in wrestling. Like, I'm, it's just literally, that's just three of us having fun, like three mates having fun and honestly trying to get noticed. Like, we got given a chance and we wanted to knock it out of the park. Whose phone is that? Oh, Tony. Come on, Tony. Come on, Tony. So it's Loverboy. Unprofessional. Oh, oh, it's Loverboy. Hey, he wouldn't take your call. <laughs> I just hung up on Loverboy. <laughs> And you got your first uh, Brat Pack merchandise out at the We moment. did. We did. Uh, it's, you're going to have to be quick to get one if you want one because they're, uh, they're going like hotcakes right now. So, yeah, MCW <laughs> website, they're still selling them. They're but still as, selling them. as Mitch said, they are running out. They yeah. sold remarkably well on Saturday night. Yeah, and on online store too. So, yeah. Yeah, there's a fair few of them in the crowd on Saturday night. There were. Um, how, as entertaining as the whole, the three package is, how do you maintain the heat you just, if you guys start a show, it's already kicks off the night yeah. perfectly. And how, how how do you keep that heat? In what aspect do you mean? Like, do you mean staying as bad guys? Yeah, because like, yeah. obviously you're easy to hate. Yeah, that's a compliment. <laughs> uh, yeah, just that job. That's right. Sorry. Oh, what's he doing? Is he? He texted he, he text me a text. He sent you a text. Yeah, I didn't mean to. I, was sent, I was meant to send it to the person who actually sent me his phone call. Uh, we're doing an interview, Tony. I know, and he's sending texts to me <laughs> yeah. that are unrelated to anything. Why have you even got your phone? Oh, it's on silent, at least. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, so back. Yep. we'll get this back on track. Please do. Yeah. yeah, how do you keep the crowd from not cheering you guys? Cause um, without opening the curtain too much... Uh, pretty simple you just get rid of nickelback and you're good you're, you're <laughs> off to the races i think having nickelback can get heat from a lot of people yeah no you're not wrong actually at uh, the start i think the nickelback was really good for the heat but then people yeah. wanted it yeah they and did. you took it away at the right time yeah and yeah and whoever uh did the new theme well done yeah yeah that was uh custom made so it was pretty cool they did a good job and then being in a in a group like brat pack obviously the ambition is to all eventually go your separate ways and have singles career, which you were all doing um, already. How proud of you of each other when you have your successes, like you winning the Wrestle Rock title, uh, Nick having his match at BCW against yeah, Mad Dog, that was amazing, and and Avery's getting recognised as one of the best female wrestlers in the country. Yep, um, it's pretty crazy to be honest. Um, 
I'll start with Nick, his match at BCW. Like, I was standing in the back watching that, and I was scared for him. Um, and to feel in like that on such a big, like, that's a big thing to do a death match. That is a big thing. And he did it with no fear. He went out there and he killed it and watched that match. Like, I was, I was just like a proud brother. Uh, and Ava, me and Nick both, like, after every match, she comes back and we're like, you're, like, improving so much. Like, she's amazing. And she's going to be the top of Aussie wrestling very soon. Like, very soon. Yeah, and you you brought up BCW. You've had some mm-hmm. uh, really good matches recently. Yeah. Uh, how was it being in the ring with Tajiri on that tour? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Um, he's unbelievable. Like I couldn't believe how good he moves. Like he was he was awesome. That was that was a good experience. Um, it was in Adelaide too, so not a lot of people knew me. And to try and get them into the match too, like not knowing me, but they know Tajiri. Like that was yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I think that's that's the good thing about BCW, what they're doing. They're doing something a lot different to, you know, they're bringing out these older names they can pass on a bit more experience, mm-hmm. which is good. Yeah. So I'm getting the feeling that tag team is your your best wrestling, what's the word I'm looking for? Ex- not exponent. Caper? Yeah. Caper? Is that the word? Would you, do you prefer tag team to single wrestling? I wouldn't say I prefer it. I've done a lot more of it. Like, majority of my career, I've been a tag wrestler. Um, I haven't had a consistent run anywhere other than GPW as a, as a singles wrestler. Um, and I enjoyed a lot there. Uh, I enjoy the stuff I'm doing at Underworld heaps. Underworld's really cool, too. Um, I like what they're doing. That character's cool. Um, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say I prefer it, but I definitely have grown to love tag wrestling because, like, there's an art to it. It's amazing. Because the last thing you'd want is to be pigeonholed as a tag wrestler. You wouldn't want that because you want the opportunities as a singles wrestler. But I can understand how some people get that buzz of working with another person and that energy that they can get, generate from that other person, mm-hmm. just lifts them as a, a wrestler altogether. Yeah. No, yeah, you're definitely correct. Like, the more dudes you have in there... Um, and everything's clicking the crowds with it, everything's flowing, like, that's a pretty cool feeling. Like, it's a completely different feeling to a long or drawn-out singles match. It's completely different. Let's talk a little bit about your Underworld character. <laughs> Let's do that. Um, <laughs> you had a you had a 32-minute match, which Underworld's famous for its 10-minute matches. Yep. You uh, had a triple, fl- triple floodgate match. Yeah, um, yeah triple thro- floodgate, yeah. Which, how long before the match were you sort of let know that that was on the cards for you? Um, I mean, I didn't really know the floodgates were going to open until it kind of happened. Uh, I, I had a plan that it was going to. I, I uh, tuned into Underworld. Are we allowed to spoilers here? Um, I don't know. Uh, they have posted that you went okay. 32 well, minutes. I, anyway, I told Benny English before the match that I was going to maximize my payday and wait let the floodgates open, and then beat Gambino. So um, I kind of had an idea going in that it was going to happen. And Benny saved you a bit. It was a bit like watching Weekend at Bernie's. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie. but am a bit you young got, for that, mate. You got, um, <laughs> you, got hit, you got hit pretty hard, yeah. and it looked like you were out on your feet. Benny put the sunglasses on you just as it went to the 10 minutes. Um, yeah, I was he's just worth getting his weight in, He's worth his weight in gold, Benny English. He is, he is. But um, yeah, he was just he was just giving me a pep talk. I was fine. I was just um, hanging out. You know, the the lights were starting to hurt my eyes. Um, so he chucked the shades back on. Uh, 
but yeah, he is. He's, he knows when I need that that rest, that breather. It's good. I could have sworn they rolled back, but that's all right. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> when we caught up with Adam last week, we spoke about underworld wrestling and what it is and, and, and how it creates this whole persona of itself compared to other wrestling events. For a wrestler being involved in underworld wrestling, is it something that you look at your calendar and go, yes, it's only a week away, Hugh Beauty? Yeah, Um it's cool because like your focus is on something completely different when you're at Underworld. Like it's about telling them stories, about building a character, because uh, that's something completely different to anything I've ever done. Um, so I always do look forward to it, yeah. Because again, it's a chance for me to do something different, be a singles wrestler, try something new, have fun, and just try and tell stories. And that's I think Underworld is really cool for that. Mm. And it's got a really good following overseas thanks to the Amazon Prime deal. Mm-hmm. So it must be a really attractive place for guys to work at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you can check out all their stuff on Amazon Prime and on their, um, uh, what's it called? The Pivot, the pivot Share. Yeah, That's pivot one share, of the, yeah, yeah, Pivot Share. Um, and yeah, a lot of people are tuning in. A lot of people are enjoying what they're doing because it's, again, it's different. And episode one is free on YouTube. So anyone who wants to can check that out. Um, but I would recommend definitely at least signing up for a month to get episode three of Underworld because that was an, um, probably one of the most amazing pieces of Australian wrestling TV that I've seen. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Episode one, I wrestled Zan Wen. He's a uh, big guy. Uh, he's a massive guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was fun. And then, yeah, episode three was amazing the whole i've enjoyed every single episode there's not been an episode i haven't liked and even being at this set of shows watching everything unfold i feel like cool. your episode's going to be the best episode of the current oh, tapings yeah. as well 100 percent, right yeah. <laughs> i'm getting this weird feeling though i mean you haven't done much singles wrestling yourself but when you do you come up against these big guys jean one Gambino's a pretty big bloke himself. Yeah. And Muffinov. Yeah. Muffinov. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and there's not much of it, mate. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> um, yeah, that's kind of been the story of my singles career so far. Um, against the big guys, even GPW, guys like Slade Mercer, um, Cracker Jack even, even though he's not like super, super tall, he's jacked, man. Mm. So like, that's, yeah. He, he, don't bring up Cracker Jack, Tony. <laughs> yeah. Tony uh, lose his mind again. Yeah, yeah. I've heard he he loves got a bit of man crush. Tony. <laughs> Oh, we're just old mates. Known each other for 100 years. Yes, Tom. <laughs> now, um, earlier this year, we welcomed uh, Sunday Wrestling. Yes, we did. Man, and I yeah. think uh, one of the most fun tag team matches I've seen of the year. Oh, thank yeah. you. Uh, you, Nick, obviously, and uh, Camby and Lindo. It seemed like you guys were having just as much fun in the ring as the fans were having yeah. watching. So mm. yeah, it was it was amazing. That's yeah, that's what we're trying to do is have fun, man. Um, glad you enjoyed the match. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was really good. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we spoke to Lindo about it too, didn't we? Yeah, he, he loved it. Yeah, he said it was a lot of fun. Yeah, he said it helps as those four guys all get along really well. Um, but also, uh, I feel like you and Nick were at your peak of being dicks while you were in that match. <laughs> uh, I feel like uh, Mayhem is a really good live show because the interaction between the wrestlers and the crowd is there's a, there's a lot of it. Yeah, it's very intimate, very yes. intimate, and that's a lot of fun. That's why it's so like that match was fun because that was that was us just being intimate with the crowd and like everything we do it hits harder because you're closer. It's just everything's. Yeah, that match was was a lot of fun. I love Mayhem. I was the guy that held up the sign. Lindo didn't take my call. Oh, I've heard about this. <laughs> yeah. Put yourself over, Tony. <laughs> yeah. 
You held up other sign for Lockie uh, as well, did didn't you? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have to bring that up. Yeah. Now, um, you were in the ring uh, with Trent Seven and Tyler Bate as well. Yes. We now, were. what kind of a what kind of a feeling is that to be in the ring with two guys who are so accomplished? I mean, one of them so young as well. Yeah. Um, but with that strong style as well. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, Thornbury Theatre is one of my favourite. No, not one of it's that and Trelgan are my favourite places to wrestle, the Thornbury Theatre and Trelgan. Um And to be in there with, like, such pros was amazing. Um, uh, we've been in, we've been lucky enough to be in the ring with, like, a lot of amazing tag teams now. Um, we had a match with the Untouchables uh, at Essendon. That was one of my favourite matches of my career. Those guys are amazing. We wrestled Dowie and Juicy. That was so much fun. That was our first main event at MCW. Um but yeah, Mustache Mountain, you can just wrestling them. Like those guys are amazing. They're on another level and that's why they're doing such big things now. Um and to feel what that next level is like, it makes like makes us hungrier. Like we want to be that good too. Uh so that's what we're pushing for. Tarogo one wasn't one of the favourite places for Lockie, was it? All those moo moos down there. Moo 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 moos. Momo. Momo, sorry. Mitch Mitch is a good friend of Lockie oh. Hendrix. <laughs> You're not, eh? Oh, don't, nah, don't turn it around. Nah, Lockie's a prick. Or yeah. Ava shoved a sock in his Good. mouth for a reason. Lockie put you over. Did he? This is awkward. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lockie's amazing, man. Like, uh, if anyone hasn't seen uh, the match we had at GPW, that was awesome. Uh, you can buy the DVDs to check that one out. Wink, wink. Uh, but that was one of my favorite matches of my career, too. It's, yeah, Lockie's awesome. Hopefully we get to do it soon again. Now, you, you did bring up uh, the Untouchables. Yep. I think we were there, weren't we, Welsh, yeah. for that one? Yeah, the crowd was, again, super hot for your matches, so it's a regular occurrence. What's it like being in the ring with, you know, they're probably the staples of um, Australian tag teams. Mm -hmm. What's it like trying to raise to their level? Uh, Eye-opening. A similar situation with Mustache Mountain. Like I just said, like, you feel how good those guys are and just makes you hungry, like, We've got to get to that level. Like, we have to. Because otherwise we're doing a disservice to everyone else who's trying to put this country on the map. And, of course, when you're in the ring with these guys, you consistently are getting to their level. Um, because you're not... It's the best way to lose, you're, not a, you're not a step behind at all. Like, oh, you, you hold your own. The next challenge, obviously, for you guys is to then have everyone else aspiring to get to your level. That's and, right. And uh, that, that's going to present a whole completely different challenge. How are you going to work towards... How do you think you're going to go with that? Um, It's interesting because... We're kind of transitioning into that role a little bit now. Like even um, with guys like Camby and Lindo, for example, like uh, obviously they've been wrestling for Camby just as long as me uh, and Lindo for longer than me. Um, but as a tag team, they're relatively new and we kind of had that sort of role, I felt, when we were when that match was taking place. Um, and even we went down to NAW recently and wrestled Raw Beef. They're a good team. Yeah, They're a gonna, very good team. I was going to bring them up. I've seen them wrestle uh, before. They've got a lot of potential. They've got a lot of char uh, charisma, uh, and everything they do in the ring is really cool. Um, but yeah, we had that kind of position in the matches with them, uh, and it's cool because now we're, try we're starting to get to that side of it too. Um, and we've only been tagging for uh, like a, just over a year maybe, a year, yeah. two years. So yeah, it's been cool. And... The next twelve months, how how in your in your ideal scenario in your head, what do the next twelve months look like for you? Hmm. Uh, the future is unclear. Um, 
We will see. I, I, you keep faving if there's something coming up. That's <laughs> no, awesome. no, no. I, I, I honestly don't know, and that that's exciting. Like that's, um, that's very exciting. Uh, I feel like no matter what happens, we're gonna be all right, all of us. Like we're gonna, we're gonna end up killing it. And the ambition is it to work overseas in the in the pretty near future? Is that what you're looking at, or you want to consolidate Australia for another year first? Um. A trip would be nice. I'm not looking to move. Uh, to be honest, when I started in Aussie wrestling, my goal, well, not even started, just getting into Aussie wrestling, I thought you'd have to move overseas for sure to to do something. Um, but then I went to, I started attending MCW shows, and I remember one of the first like shows I went to, I think it was the second or third show I went to, it was Matt Silver versus Adam Brooks, and that was Buddy Murphy's last. That was his going away match. I realized right then, like how good Aussie wrestling is, and like how hard guys are working. So my goals have changed a lot recently. Um, guys like Robbie Eagles, Dowie James, Adam Brooks, Jonah Rock. Um, they inspire inspire all of us, all of us young guys coming up. To be honest, and we're passionate about this scene too. If we're not, those guys are trying to set a new standard for what Australian wrestling is. And if us young guys don't aspire to get to that level, we're letting all of their hard work down. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe a trip will be nice overseas, but, like, for the time being, I'm very happy trying to get this scene noticed and set a table for guys, like, at the MCW Academy, too. Like, if we do well, that sets them up to also get further opportunities. So that's what my aims are at the moment. So, Mitch, we've just got a couple of listener questions that we got online. Um, at the Notorious NJW asked, if Mitchie is the water man, why is Nick Berry the one who squirts water in my face during the Brat Pack's entrance? Ooh, all That's right. a good one. That is a good one. So, what's my name? It's Waterman, right? Yeah. That's because I'm the wet one, yeah? <laughs> Nick gets his water externally. I am a moist individual. I'm very wet. Waterman, that's that's why. Does that answer the question? I think it does. Yeah, perfect. I, I hope he's happy with the answer. Yeah. So, uh, got one more for you, mate, before we let you go. Yep. Uh, at Nick Collett, is it? Yeah. Oh, um, Nick Collett. Yeah. 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 He tweets go. me quite often. Yeah. He wants to know, do you enjoy having single matches or tag matches we more? Which, yeah, we, we kind did of, cover? Yeah, we did kind of cover it. Um, I enjoy the both for different reasons. I just love wrestling, to be honest. Yeah, no, Nick Collett <laughs> is my alias. Oh, we do have. We actually do have one more from Underworld Wrestling. Oh, okay. Uh, Sixty minutes? Question mark. <laughs> Any day of the week, I could have gone an hour and a half. Oh, I like don't, that. <laughs> Adam will listen. To Adam, this, I'm, I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Episode four. <laughs> Well, Mitch, we congratulate you on uh, a short but uh, great career so far. Tag team champion, heavyweight champion at Underworld Wrestling, and no, no. with all res- no, at Wrestle Rock. Wrestle Rock. <laughs> the belts are right in front of you, Tony. No, no, yeah, I oh, know, but they're facing the other way. <laughs> oh. Wrestle Rock heavyweight champion is what I was meant to say. Uh, with all respect to Adam, probably one of the more normal interviews we've had in the last three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, where where can people see you over the next few weeks? Uh, so I've got BCW coming up. Uh, I'm also going to be at Showdown Wrestling. I don't know if that's announced yet, but I will be there. Um, and yeah, that's 
Yeah, pretty Merry much Christmas. it for the timing. Yeah, Merry Christmas. And obviously in January you'll be defending your Wrestle Rock title. I will be against uh, Jake Andrew Arthur. Yes, after they all turned on you at the end of Wrestle Rock. Yes, yes they did. And uh, also I haven't forgotten what uh, Lockie Hendricks and um, the Child Star did to me <laughs> earlier in that show either. Well, Lockie did say that you were trying to captain the team that was his team to captain. What are you? I mean, thoughts on that? I mean, who who's the one with the title? <laughs> Let's ask Lockie that. He's a shocker, Lockie Hendricks. <laughs> uh, Mitch, thank you very much for coming in, mate. Really appreciate it. Good luck with the future. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks, Mitch much. Waterman joining us here on the Turnbuckle. Back with more in just a tick. Music of NWO, not the Wolfpack music, just NWO, brings us back into segment number two. Boys, uh, lovely guy, Mitch Waterman. Yeah, he was um, he was really good, and he has a bright future. The ability to work tag a- as a way of getting to where he's now starting to get singles, the singles push in some of the other companies. I think that there's probably no real limit to where he can go. He's also taller than I thought he was. Yeah, no, I think he, he's got a bright future. Like, he's working so many different promotions and there's a slight tweak on the character everywhere he goes, which is good, more more experience doing that. And for uh, a young guy, things. obviously, um, that's a hard thing. Like, to get one character down as a young wrestler yep. would be difficult, but working in a small area like Melbourne, you're forced to sort of do what that promoter wants you to do and he's developed the ability to work babyface, heel, uh, different types of heel as well. Yeah, yeah, it's good. All right, let's have a look at some of the shows that have been around, not just here in Australia, but overseas as well. And uh, it was a fairly big week for Huge weekend. WWE, especially. Kick it off with NXT TakeOver, boys. Phenomenal. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's one of the best shows I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of Velveteen Dream and his match against Tommaso Ciampa was phenomenal. That, like that, um, kid has the ability to do anything, and and he's Hulk Hogan tights. <laughs> That's the second time he's worn Hulk Hogan inspired tights, yeah. and uh, this one topped the, well, he the previous time. Doing the moves, like he did yeah. the big boot and about five leg drops. It was, it was brilliant. And for a, he's a young performer as well. Yeah, and he has the ability to manipulate the crowd to do into doing what he wants them to do. Yeah, and he and he's just a product. Of the performance center, isn't he? Yeah. So usually, so, most of NXT's top guys, uh, they're, they're big indie stars. Before they get there, they're they're just getting polished. Yeah. Um, the dream. Often, guys who are just a part of the performance center get rejected by the crowd, but the dream is that special that yeah, everyone loves him. Uh, Johnny Gargano, I thought turning him heel would be bad for him, but he he has another level as a heel. Yeah. And he, war games. Yeah, he, um, yeah, that match was great as well. Uh, him and Alistair Black, what they what they can do in a ring together, it was really good, really good story. You know, I enjoyed the little little subtleties. You know, to Gagano's, yeah, obviously he believes he's he's right, which is the probably the best heels. Um, you know, just about comic books, all supervillains, they believe that they're they're right yeah, in what they're doing, and Gargano 
I don't know how much comic books he reads. I think he might read some. A lot. And uh, <laughs> he's taken that to his character where he's like, no, no, I'm the hero. Yeah. So, yeah, he. I, I just can't wait to see where this character goes. You know, he's got some such a bright future in WWE. So. I also saw one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in a wrestling ring. Yeah. Io Shirai's moon, Asai Moonsault. Uh, to the outside, yeah, is a thing of beauty. There, she is perfectly symmetrical. Um, it's it's breathtaking. If if you haven't seen it, you have to you have to see it. And credit to that cameraman that took the photo that was circulated on uh, the tw- on Twitter. That that was perfect. And even in real time, it looked like it was slowed it was, down. That's how breathtaking. That's how, how that's how well she does it. And then the, obviously that main event. Uh, I, I think that there's probably, I mean, I don't defer to Dave Meltzer to make my opinions for me, but I'd rate four matches in that card, five-star matches, yep. and it was an excellent women's match as well. Yeah, yeah. It, everything was great to better than great, so it was a blow-away card. And, you know, it was only, only, four, only yeah. four matches. Oh, well, you know, count the, the riddle match that went, you know, 10 seconds. But, you know, he's, a, he's another character and a charisma that can't be denied i think is johnny gargano the Shawn michaels the mr wrestlemania of takeovers yeah he's he has to be uh there's no doubt what with what he's doing yeah he he 100 and uh obviously the next day um enzo amore yeah i wasn't sure if we're gonna bring you out i don't think we should give him a platform but we're not uh, giving, I don't think that yeah. we're going to give him too many, too much of a platform. Well, I don't think you know he he was his name was trending on Twitter for interrupting the tag match. But okay, so obviously he's he has got his his awful CD coming out. Yeah, and he had a show that night at Whiskey Gogo. Now Whiskey Gogo holds about five hundred, six hundred people. There were less than eighty people there. Yeah. I don't know if the stunt worked. Yeah. trending on Twitter does not result in people liking shit music. No, no, that's right. And <laughs> yeah, the reports I got was actually there was thirty five people there. Well, I, yeah, I so said that, less than eighty. Yeah, so that's that's for something that was trending and obviously, but you know, how many people are going to go to the whiskey goto? It's like to watch. It was kind of like when yeah. I have a birthday party and like eighty people say they're going to come, and then it's just me and Tony. Yeah, and that's only because I schedule it at a place I know Tony's already going to be. Yeah, and I say I'm going to come, and then just don't show up, <laughs> like Underworld on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Survivor Series, guys, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I, obviously it wasn't as good as Takeover, but that's what well, never yeah, is. It's a different universe. Brock and Daniel, geez, that was a, a good match. That, I, I loved it. I yeah. loved the the He's story. Um, the subtle heel, even though he sort of had to, he was getting cheered by the crowd. You know, there was he wasn't at the start. They started cheering him after Brock decimated him. Yeah, you know, and I think we all knew Brock was going to win. Well, I think oh, after obviously. Raw won the first four matches, we knew it was <laughs> going to be a clean sweep. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, you know, there was a couple of really good hope spots where the crowd really did bite. So that's a credit to I can't believe Dan- they, Daniel Bryan. I can't believe they thought Brock could tap. Yeah. It was an LA crowd, though. Yeah, but um, you know, probably the only downside of that match was him getting dropped on the back of his head, which obviously probably hearts in our mouths. Obviously, we know where Daniel Bryan's come Jeez, from. It looked, it looked shocking. Yeah, it didn't look as bad as the one of the Singh brothers from the week before. So, what about um the fact that we currently have three women in WWE who are more over 
and get more crowd res- probably four four women that get more crowd response than any man on the roster. And I got no problems with that. I oh, know, and I think it's an amazing yeah. thing. And it's a and so Becky Lynch, Charlotte now, Charlotte's fantastic. Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax just through punching Becky in the face is getting huge heat um, and an opportunity to run with that. Those four women now can just look at the men and go, now you need to lift your game because people are buying tickets and buying pay-per-views and I want to see the women on. They need to be headlining shows at the moment because they are the most watchable aspect of that programming. Yeah, and their storylines are really intriguing. All right, we're unfortunately for Becky Lynch, you know, but that could have been a blessing in the size disguise to keep her away from Ronda for a bit longer because I feel that's the match I want to see now but I don't want it next week I want I want it on a bigger stage I'd, I'd uh, be happy to see big... Charlotte and Ronda for a, a little longer yet yeah so I they're, they're don't putting mind. some nice stuff together yeah and I think yeah Nia Jax has got the next yeah she's got title the next title shot. shot but I think that at, at say maybe Royal Rumble we might see uh, Ronda and Charlotte go back at it um, but I think we might get a triple threat at WrestleMania between the three of them. Yeah. Which and it would be incredible. And it's a testament to the, the, the women, how their their characters are so over. Like Becky Lynch on Twitter, you know, she's actually killing everyone. She decimated Chris Jericho earlier this week. If they keep this heat up, I can see, and I hope others can see, if that's a triple threat for WrestleMania, that could main event. It's the main event. Yeah, no, that, 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 the, that could main that, event. That'll be the main event. Um, and... Like the crowd shitting on Ronda Rousey is ridiculous. She is incredible, and people forget she's had less than fifty matches. She's had them all on the big stage or on WWE house shows, and she hung with Charlotte, held her own. Her mic work's getting better. Her facials are good, and her ability to sell her sa- is brilliant. Her, her selling for her uh, her experience, her selling because selling you know to draw sympathy. You know, and you know, maybe it wasn't so much selling with that beatdown as well, because uh, some stiff shots with the kendo it's stick. Your dues, but, though. but that that would have to be one of the most violent things WWE have done in a long time, male or female. And I think it was just perfect. Well, I, I loved when she hopped out of the ring. That was obviously, and she looked back at the camera and she sort of like had that little tear in the yeah. eye. That was that was a poignant moment. Yeah. Plus. She took her time. So after the beatdown, yeah, she took yes, her yeah, time. Right. She was slow getting up. We saw the welts on her back. Um, imagine we had Ronda wrestling five years ago, how good she'd be. Yeah, yeah. In a she's probably a, athletic prime. Yeah. So, no, kudos. I don't understand why all the Twitter hate. Maybe it's, you um, know, it's the big star syndrome coming in. But she... She's a fan. She's not just someone here for a payday. She could go and fight, you know, three times a year, maybe two times a year, and make three times more than she's making WWE. I think people need to get their head around that. She wanted to. They could have given her. They would have given her a Brock deal. She's a super fan, and she's willing to go to the performance center as someone that doesn't really have to, you know, go down there, put these matches together, and like you said, and they put that that match together in three days. uh, Three days. Yeah, because it was meant to be Becky Lynch. Yeah. Uh, Braun Strowman just had, uh, he's having a massive brain fade, or he had a massive brain fade. I thought it just take, trying to take on everybody on his, off his own back. And it turned to his, uh, it turned against him, didn't it? In Raw, when he broke, he's had his elbow shattered. And I mean, he, I would since probably think he's out for at least six months. 
Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I think it's bone spurs, so I don't know how long he'll okay, be out well, for. Yeah. The initial diagnosis was his elbow was shattered. Yeah, that's kayfabe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bronze a the... monster, so when he comes back after four weeks or three weeks, everyone will be like, wow, shattered elbow yeah, okay. and he's already back. So Strowman, they're hoping he'll still get back for that match against Corbin. Yeah. But they're not sure. He'll definitely be back for Royal Rumble, though. There's some decent heat between those two. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, and who would have thought, you know, 12 months ago, Baron Corbin was an intriguing part yeah. of some of Raw, but, um, yeah. Well, I've got an issue. Baron Corbin is a general man, acting general manager of a, of a show. Yes. Now, he led that show to a whitewash of their opposition. Yep. Gets to work the next day. Instead of getting pat on the back and maybe get his job made permanent, he has to fight someone to keep his job. Yeah, I don't know. I think, you know... What's going on? <laughs> WWE does have a tendency to... Don't worry, uh, it could happen in this room in the next five minutes too, don't Or is your phone going to go off again, is it? That's you, you'll lose your job if there's a fight for it because there's two of us. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, I'll work, I'll work hard. <laughs> I cheat, so... Yeah, so I, I, I'm not sure. That's just WWE's... But Raw, Raw was that really bang average. Yeah, no... It I, was 1999 WCW Yeah, average. it was easy to fast forward through. But just... Can we just go back to the Survivor Series? Buddy Murphy. Oh, yes. yeah. We, so we're sorry. We can't, we we can't move Murphy, on. Sorry. Yeah, come on. We're Australian here. It's an Australian podcast. We... Yeah. Um, um, another amazing Buddy Murphy match. Yeah. What he's done, he, is, he has led... I'm not going to say he's done it solo because he's got some good opponents, but he has led 205 Live from not even making the kickoff show to being on the main card of a major pay-per-view, one of the big yeah. four, and he had the crowd chanting 205, 205, which has never happened before. Yeah, not even at a 205 show. No. <laughs> I'm assuming. So, yeah, we, which is good. We, you know, the, the yeah, he kept throwing uh, Mustafa Ali over the ropes and throwing them off everything, and that Spanish fly to the floor. That, yeah. they've, done, they've done a few. Those two together have done like two or three Spanish fly spots. Yeah. Um, always creatively off, off things. Um, and it's they make, those two together, and then you throw Cedric Alexander into the mix, those three guys, you could basically just have 205 Live be those three guys and not, everyone, no one would get sick of watching it. No, because they're always different. They're always showing different elements, um, you know, different, you know, like you said, with the Spanish fly, they're always differently creative ways. So the matches are always, yeah. I love Buddy's super kick to the head when it's between their legs. Like, I think that's a great spot. Yeah, that's uh, the uh, cheeky Nando's from Will Ospreay. Yeah. I like that. But then... He doesn't let you sit on that. Straight into the power bomb, and then the second power bomb. No, he he deserves to be on all the big yeah, fours, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Uh, SmackDown boys, uh, SmackDown was good. Yeah, well, it was better than Raw. Um, I don't. I, I turned it off when the main event came on because a, a match between Ray Mysterio and Randy Orton doesn't excite me. Nah. Um, I think it's almost time to have Randy just be around for maybe a big spot a couple of times a year, but I don't know. Um, I, it's a personal thing where I'm like, Randy Orton, meow, I'm turning off the TV. Yeah, I, I just, I fast forward to the match, to be honest, so just to the end. Uh, yeah, Randy, you cheated the to end. win. Cheated to win. They keep, obviously we're going to get more oh, Randy. Good. So I just feel this next, next block is... We're getting more Randy. You know, you're getting more Randy, we're getting more Orton. Um 
I just think Randy Orton, you know, he does his matches in blocks, like we've seen the Jeff Hardy match. Sort of, he just wrestles the same guy yeah. over and over. Yeah, I think he just gets again. comfortable. I'm on a house uh, house show loops with you guys. All right, Ray, we wrestled ten years ago. I'll choose. Yeah, right. you know, he doesn't have to. Look, you've seen a Randy Orton match. He doesn't. I thought that SmackDown the one the one issue it had it didn't really address them getting whitewashed as much as I would have liked. Like I would have liked to have seen the authority figures furious. I'd be furious. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I did enjoy Miz TV. I love Miz, and uh, and then that going into the tag team, and I, <laughs> the Jobbers, the Bryant brothers in LA. That, that, yeah, that subtle little dig at the LA Lakers. I love that. So and um, yeah, it was they didn't look alike the Bryant brothers. No, maybe they got different fathers, but that's no, well, they have different mothers. Old, and so they're twins. Same last name. No, they're not mm, twins. No, they weren't Dudleys. <laughs> um, yeah, it was interesting. What did you think about the Iconics? Oh, I love the Iconics. I felt bad that they lost, but... You got a lot of TV time, so it's good. They're very good. Um, I love Peyton Royce, unashamedly. Yep. Despite um, what Uncle Dave said. <laughs> Have you guys seen the ad for the new wrestling movie that's coming out? Produced by The Rock. Uh, a film about Paige and her. I don't believe it's on the rundown, but yeah, I have seen yeah. that. Um, yes. I've seen the documentary it's based on as well, Wrestling with My Family, which was quite good. Um, I think AJ Lee's played by um, Thea Trinidad in the in the right scenes, who's obviously at the moment um, Andrade Cien Almas Almas's manager. Okay, okay, yeah, I've seen yeah Selena little snippets Baker. of it, so. No, interesting. Yeah, I'll watch it. Of course, we're going to watch it. It's wrestling related. Yeah, and maybe we'll give a review on it. And let's hope it's better than Ready to Rumble. Well, which I I kind of we should. You know, we should we should have a premiere showing at like the Sun Cinema in Yarraville. Oh, that'd be nice. All of our listeners, and we'll do a show live from there. Both of them will come. Well, maybe we'll do a show. You invite Lockie, Tony. Yeah. Oh, actually, this could work if we can get Lockie there. Yeah. He won't stay for the movie. He'll just come for the red carpet. Yeah. Yep. Now, you were both meant to go to Underworld Wrestling. What does that mean? We were. <laughs> there was a lot of... Let me, was, let me but, speak English. You were both meant to go to Underworld Wrestling. But for the third social event in a row, Lyle, at the last minute, decided that he wasn't going to come. I didn't, uh, I didn't decide. You were meant to hang out. I was there with Brendan the and Danders, and we were like, when's, when's Lyle getting here? Where's Lyle? Yeah, I've seen the social media. You saved me a seat. No, you are very nice people. I don't know why. I, uh... Where, you know how hard it was to save that seat? No, I could imagine. I could imagine. And, you know, I apologise to Adam and hopefully he brought him enough drinks on Saturday night to make up for it. You didn't? No, no. He, he can what drink. was it like? Uh, it was really good. Yeah. Uh, it was really fun. There's some really good storylines going through. I think um, if I was going to have any criticism at all, it's, it was a long show, so the crowd were a little bit tired for the main event. So poor old Carlo and Pitbull having their title match, everyone was was a little bit tired. Um, being a TV taping, I don't know what you do. Do you maybe bring those matches forward? Uh, do you record two and a half episodes? I don't know. I'm not in the business. There might be no possible way you can do it. Um, but in the, the actual in-ring work was really good. I was really drunk, so what I remember was amazing. Yeah, so when you uh, watch it, when it drops on Amazon Prime... It'll all be new for you. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you'll probably hear me. Like there was, uh, they had the guy <laughs> making his debut for So You Think You Can Wrestle, 
and I may have tried to get myself over. Oh, you did the old it. Jay at Underworld. I did. Um, yeah. He said they asked him what people could expect from his match, and I yelled out, "Not much." <laughs> Turns out he was quite good. <laughs> uh, MCW hosted their final show of the year, Endgame. Yeah, this was a uh, it was a really fun night. Uh, you know, it was a big group of us all together for one of the we last to, big we got shows. To, we got to meet Dan Leonard. Oh, okay. Who was down, yeah. and um, he gave me a copy of his fanzine, yep. the Gorilla Monsoon one. If you're not a member of his Facebook group, what would Gorilla Monsoon do? Join that, and um, and definitely download the fanzine, because I'm halfway through it, and it's really good. Yeah, I've finished reading it earlier before we came in the studio. Yeah, definitely download it. It's really good. So That's yeah, what I just said in my exact words. You yeah, could but have I've changed, read the whole thing. You could have changed the words a little bit. Yeah, but I've read the whole thing, and just... I'm going to uh, download it because I've heard it's really good. See, you heard it twice that it's really good. <laughs> no, it was a, it was a good show. It was a fun night. You know, being there, we you know, with a decent group of us ha- I, having fun. I brought um, three of my friends who've never been to a local wrestling, and they all brought their sons with them. And all three will be back. Uh, it helps that they probably saw the best match I've seen live in person, which was Slex versus Brooksy. Oh. oh. Masterpiece. Oh, on, on a weekend of what the matches that we've already gone through from NXT and Buddy Murphy, this, this wouldn't be out of place. It could have oh, been on that we, on that takeover show. Yeah, what Slex and Brooksy did. And their first match was really good when Brooksy came back. I have it on good authority that um, there was a lot of things they couldn't do in that match because there may have been people in the crowd, WWE weekend, yeah. that were looking for certain things, so they held back. And then this week... They're like, they let it all hang out. We saw um, a Canadian destroyer off the top rope that looked like, it looked like Slex had died. Yeah. Um, Not for the first time either. <laughs> the, t- the tombstone onto the apron, like there were so many great spots. There were comedy spots, but then there were also really, they slowed it down a few times and, and told a really good story. Uh, when that comes out, download it straight away um, and watch that whole show because... Top to bottom, it was a great show, but that match in particular, uh, I'm surpri- I was surprised I didn't see Lyle crying, to be honest. Yeah, well, it, it wasn't the best match I've ever seen live. That was Will Ospreay at Adam Brooks. So it was probably just a touch under that. But yeah, I could have cried, but there was a lot of us there. I wasn't there on my own this time. World Series Wrestling, boys? Yeah. I'm not finished with, I'm not finished with MCW. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, because... I really want to put everyone else over. The The main event, uh, Gino Gambino, is now officially the biggest heel in MCW. 100%. If it wasn't, like, everyone hates him. Um, and it's a kudos to him because everyone just wants him to lose that title and it doesn't look like it's going to go anywhere soon. Yeah, that that's two shows in a row. They've take, taken it away from us and then we think we're getting it when they're, you know... Yeah, they restarted the match. They restarted the match and then... Obviously, wrestling booking, oh, we're going to get the end of the year, go send everyone home happy. <laughs> he yep. hits that to uh, that pole driver, the one, two, three. Um, so that was, I love that booking. And but I it, managed to get a hug off Lindo after his team oh, won. Yeah, nice. that was, was nice. That was, was in the crowd as well the when crowd. they were celebrating. Um, was really nice. So yeah, they, they did well, Lindo and Canby. Uh, it was a really good show, top to bottom, so... Uh, kudos to everybody who worked on the show. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, World Series Wrestling, boys? Yes. We've got 
tickets this week? Yeah, Friday and Saturday night for Melbourne. Uh, I think Saturday night's already sold out. Friday night, there's about 10 tickets left. So if you want to, there'll probably five by tomorrow. If you want to go to that show, um, you better hurry. Yeah, and in Perth on the Sunday night. Where it's EPW versus, and and, and, uh, co-hosting it. So that one's close to sold out as well. And Sydney's very close too. Yeah. The thing I'm enjoying about this whole tour is the, the Aussie wrestlers are getting to mix it up in some really... Really high-profile matches for them. So well, Let's go through some of those names. On Friday night, as you mentioned, uh, World Series Wrestling is on at Ferntree Gully, featuring Cody Rhodes, Bandito, uh, Brian Cage, Robbie Eagles, and many more. Saturday, November 24, Australian Wrestling Revolution have their debut show in Adelaide, where you can catch the I player, think, uh, Jake I think that's, uh, that should have been crossed off. It was me being snowed under at work and not fixing it. Sorry, Tony. No, but uh, Saturday... We will have World Series Wrestling Night 2. <laughs> uh, the rest of it's right, though. You can go. What the hell's just happened? That's all right. I made less mistakes than you. My phone hasn't yeah. rung. So where do I pick it up from? Now, I'll, I'll, I'll go. On the, on the Friday night, match I'm looking forward to the most is um, Brooksy versus Marty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's hot indie worldwide yep. versus Australian hot indie, which is good. Stevie, I thought Australian Hot Indy was in a triple threat match against Brandy and Erica. That's a different Indy. Oh. Uh, that's the impressive Indy. Um, uh, Saturday night, Stevie's going up against Flip Gordon. Yeah, that's going to so be insane. That is going to be absolutely nuts. Um, yeah, Brandy versus Indy and Erica from night one. Yeah, that that's going to be really good. Uh, so yeah, it's not just the internationals versus the internationals that we're looking forward to. You know, Sydney Robbie Eagles is against uh, Austin Aries, which he did get a pinfall victory. Yes, that'll be a title match. And what else is on this week, Tony? Uh, NAW old school, including their Hall of Fame featuring Mad Dog uh, Vixen as well, and many other wrestlers, including Candyman. Past glories, Candyman will be there. Correct. Uh, IWA present. I think he's tag team with George. George. He is. We might have to get him on the phone for a hmm. quick chat next week. IWA present Wild West this Saturday night at Obrot in New South Wales. And future Wrestling Australia host Tessa Blanchard is on their show in Jewel, New South Wales, which is a great effort. Worth price of admission alone. 100%. Sunday, November 25th, World Series Wrestling continues with EPW in Perth. MCW and Evies are running Glow Wrestling. Round two in Fitzroy. Very limited tickets remaining for that. It features Tessa Blanchard versus Indy Hartwell. That'll be an amazing match. Avery, Vixen, and Erica Reid there as well. And Monday, November 26th, if you want to make the trek to Sydney, you can World Series Wrestling Or if there. you live in Sydney. If you live in Sydney, you uh, could also watch it there as well. <laughs> yeah. Moretti versus Bandito on that card as yes, well. Yes. That, um, Moretti said that was on his bucket list. So, Well, there you go. If you've got a show up and coming, let us know on our Facebook or Twitter page, and we will more than be happy to help you promote it. Also, uh, I've seen a few people give us five-star ratings on our Facebook page. Thank you very much. If anyone wants to visit our Facebook page, give us a review or give us a review on iTunes or any of the other podcast places. That wasn't on the rundown, but that's okay. That's just me saying it. I'm and not I'm, allowed to say things. Yeah, we're allowed to go off the cuff a little bit. The only, yeah, because you were on you the were phone. Wrong. Oh, no. You made me wrong. <laughs> well... It's a big weekend it's in wrestling. It's hard doing all the work. Yeah, it's good. Like Friday, Saturday, up. and Sunday night for myself. Every I get to go to wrestling three nights this next week. week I'm One gonna, with my wife. Next week, I'm definitely going to set him up. Every <laughs> Wednesday night, I feel like I'm being set up now. 
I'm just going to say something happened that didn't. Yeah, he'll read it. He'll read it. Catch you fools later. He's a bit like um, the guy off Anchorman. Whatever you put on the auto queue, he's going to read it. (laughs) I am, because I'm a professional. That has his phone on. (laughs) Goons. Catch you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Till then.